So anyways, today obviously marks one full week of baseball being played down there in the Cactus League. Uh, it seems like there's been much more positive than negative things coming out of this camp so far. I think we've seen, you know, some progression in some of the uh, key players that we're really concerned about. You know, the Kelnicks, um, some of the uh, pitching coming up through the pipeline, you know, starting to make some noise. Uh Teoscar Hernandez, what was he going to do? All these guys are looking good. How Robbie Ray, how he's going to bounce back from, you know, how he ended last year. Uh, is Castillo the guy, you know, that we paid? Is he this guy? And all signs point to, are pointing up right now when we talk about all these guys. And we could even throw Evan White into that, uh, into that barrel of Mariners fun. Uh, what do you, what are your takeaways? from the first week am i just spitting out too much sunshine right here or is there a lot to be excited about no i think as a mariner fan you want to be excited about evan white and jared kelnick i mean that's positive stuff i'd rather see those guys succeed i mean it'd be a big deal for at least kelnick to improve on this year like you mentioned uh, as well as the, the young arms that we have coming up through the pipeline that's really exciting so yeah and you, and you hear these guys talk on interviews and stuff they're really positive they 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 feel slighted last year they felt so close during that astro series they felt it could go the other way real quickly um yeah it was like three bad pitches throughout that series but they're hungry and uh they sound real positive and look forward to um growing and moving this season farther along than they did last year. Yeah. And I think there's something that I was going to talk about when we talk about the MLB network being down there. What's Greg Anzinger. And I'm saying his name, right? I know the guy's face. He's kind of like the Vince Vaughn looking tall guy, right? He was talking with Ty France and he kind of asked this question. Um, you know, he asked, he asked the question, Ty, you know, some teams have this World Series hangover. Do you think you guys are going to have the hangover? Not just because, like, we didn't just get into the playoffs. We ended, they ended a, a drought, which kind of felt like a World Series win to Mariners fans. And, and it was treated more than a playoff clinch, you know. So they asked him, do you think there's going to be, you know, a hangover? And, of course, he's not going to go, yeah, you know. But – what makes me really believe him and the Mariners is the way things ended. And he talked about things ended, not being able to score one run in front of your own fans. So there's a lot of shit left in the mouth, big chip on the shoulder for the Mariners. Yeah, I I'm sure. I'm sure those guys are really excited not to have the same question that they've had for many years now saying it's, it's going to be the year that you're going to break the streak. So um, lots of other things to talk about and bring up. So yeah, um, really, uh, really different vibe going on in this camp with what they're getting asked. Yeah. And I mean, MLB network was down there today. That's where we're going to, you know, glide into here, uh, from the first week of talking about the first week of spring training. MLB network was there today. Everybody had their, their coats and their beanies on. It didn't look like it was a very warm day, but there was a lot of good, footage i unfortunately couldn't see it because of the youtube tv 
uh, MLB channel uh, dispute that we've covered here on the podcast in length. But I did check out some of the interviews on uh, MLB.com. What do you think of all these uh, interviews today? Well, it was real. I, I enjoyed listening to Julio. You know, he was kind of a guy that was up and coming, and they were kind of razzing him, saying, "Hey, you're the guy now. How does that feel?" And um, you know, Julio was just so polished and such a pro. The way he handles everything. I mean, we're so lucky to have that guy. He's fantastic on the field and off the field. He represents the Mariners so well. Yeah, I I. I agree. And they were talking about, yes, how like one year ago they were like, is this guy really this good talking to him? And now they're looking at him and they're just like, wow, you got a blessed life right now. <laughs> yeah. With a lot of, with a lot of cash in your pocket. Yeah. They talked to Tay Oscar today, obviously. Um, they, like I mentioned, they talked to France. They also talked to JP Crawford, but I don't feel like they got as in depth on JP Crawford uh like uh larry stone did in in his new piece uh in the seattle times why don't you tell me about that hannah yeah it was just a really good uh interview to, just kind of going over with jp just asking him some questions you know about hey what was your thoughts this off season um there was talk again like there was the previous year of uh you know the mariners possibly bringing in another shortstop were you up for you know changing positions uh that he never went on the record yet nobody's asked him about it and he said yeah i totally was i'm i'm all for helping out this team um he kind of i mean in the in the outset of the off season he felt it was a big possibility that he might be displaced coming into uh this season at shortstop so he was all for it um i learned a couple other things too i mean I know I was critical and a lot of fans were of him last year. I didn't realize how banged up and hampered he was by injuries. It said that he had some back problems, some leg problems, knee and some pectoral ailments, but you would have never known it. He still went out there and played 145 games. So that's yeah. a, that's, you know, we, we, we're so critical of guys. We don't realize they're nagging injuries that are going on. And so he's looking to have that. Uh, he's looking to have a full year, like he had at the start of last year, you know, those first couple months where he was looking really good. I guess he went down to uh, Kent to the driveline facility, worked on his swing, and it feels real positive going into this year. So hopefully he stays healthy. And another thing is with the shift going away, he's just really excited about that. You know, he's getting back to playing athletic ball, not being, you know, positioned where you need to be and everything, be more of an athlete and make those plays that he has been accustomed to making uh, for a lot, a lot of times here for us. Yeah, I, listen, I I agree that you know he's a team guy. I agree that he is really you know taking strides into fixing things in his game. As far as him being a gamer and going out there all the time, of course, he's like the heart and soul of this new Mariners team. Was I surprised again to hear about any of his injuries? No, because we're there. And like I said, he if you were there in person a lot, like I had the chance to be last year, you could see in between innings, you know, like when they're jogging in or when they have to go out to the field or after a play, you could really see that JP was hiding these injuries. Um, another thing is, yes, I agree that he wouldn't have cared if he moved over, but 
I also feel like I would have liked to hear heard that earlier in the off season. Is it his place to talk or tweet about it? No, but also there was this big misconception though that he was unwilling to do this because he was just signed a five year deal the year prior for a shortstop position on this team. Yeah. He feels very fortunate to get that deal. He mentioned that. He said, hey, I'm a leader of this team. After Kyle Seeger left, I kind of felt like I took over as the team leader. And I was, you know, I'm doing whatever I can to help this team win and go further on. He said, he even mentioned he'd play catcher if they put him there. He just wants to win. 